This episode of the Jeep Talk Show is sponsored by ExtremeTerrain.com. For years, ExtremeTerrain.com has been providing Jeepers around the world with the most accurate and reliable information available for making decisions regarding the purchase of Jeep parts. And now, they've done something no other Jeep site has ever done. Stay tuned later in the show to see how you can get in on this once-in-a-lifetime giveaway of two Jeep Wranglers to one lucky winner. Episode 295, August 24th, 2017. You're listening to a 4x4 Radio Network Podcast. Are you ready? It's the G-Talk Show. With Tammy on Wrangler. Tony and Josh on Cherokee. So sit back. Strap in. And brace yourself. Local Jeep News, National Jeep News, and news from around the world. It's This Week in Jeep. This Week in Jeep is brought to you by Amazon.com. Looking for a way to support the show? Just go to jeeptalkshow.com slash Amazon. And a small fraction from anything you purchase using that link will go to the Jeep Talk Show. If you like what you hear or have gotten any benefit from what we do here or on the forum, then please consider giving back. That's jeeptalkshow.com slash Amazon. Well, the godfather of an iconic Jeep has been laid to rest. In the early 1980s, the American Motors Corporation didn't have enough money to subject the original prototypes of the Jeep Cherokee, the first modern SUV, to a traditional durability testing program ahead of its late 1983 launch. But Roy Lunn, the, chief, the Cherokee's chief engineer, steered around that obstacle by somehow securing credentials and entry permits for the punishing Paris to Car Rally. Lunn's engineering team prepared two XJ Cherokees for the event, not to compete, but uh, simply to run the brutal desert course and monitor how the Cherokee's uniframe body would take the constant pounding over the bruising, potholed, 6,200-mile course. How'd they do? Well, only the shocks needed frequent replacement, and both vehicles finished the rally under their own power and in good condition. Lund knew this groundbreaking design, which featured a steel ladder frame welded to a unitized body, was robust enough to take almost anything consumers were likely to subject the Cherokee to. And boy, have we subjected it to some stuff, haven't we? Well, the Cherokee not only was a monster hit for American Motors and later Chrysler, as more than 3 million units were sold before the production ended in 2001, but it also became the template for the modern SUV as we know it, and continues to be copied by virtually all major global automakers in some form or, or another. Another project that Lund was instrumental in creating, aside from the Ferrari-killing Ford GT40, was the AMC Eagle Wagon, the first modern American all-wheel drive car and the precursor to today's all-wheel drive crossovers. Lund was inducted into the Automotive Hall of Fame in 2016, and after suffering a stroke in July, he later died on August 5th, 2017 in Santa Barbara, California, at the ripe old age of 92. Roy, Godspeed, and thanks for all the amazing Jeeps. Well, big automotive news has started to unfold. Remember, over the last several weeks, I've made premonitions about the possibility of Jeep spinning off from FCA and possibly becoming its own standalone brand with maybe Ram as a roommate. Shortly after all this hit the airwaves, rumors started rising about the possible Chinese buyer to come in and either fix what was causing the latest slide in FCA sales or to start buying Sergio out of his red-headed stepchild. It's not exactly old news that FCA Sergio, uh, CEO Sergio Marchione has always had his focus on his first true love, Ferrari, and that FCA was almost more of a pet project than anything. As far as passions go, well, the writing's on the wall. Just in April of this year, Sergio told analysts it's possible the company could spin Jeep off on its own. However, the most obvious choice for FCA trying to sell itself as a global brand is to find overseas buyers to, well, bring in an influx of cash, some new ideas, and of course, potential distribution options. The problem is, nobody wants FCA or its brands. 
They just want Jeep. And who can blame them? Analysts say the Jeep is unquestionably the most valuable part of FCA's portfolio and theoretically worth more than its own, more and more on its own than the automaker as a whole. That's when rumors of a Chinese connection started to surface. Last week, Dongfeng Motor Group mentioned in a press release that it has no plans at the moment to acquire all or even part of Fiat Chrysler automobiles. This is right on the heels of recent reports that said representatives of, quote, a well-known Chinese automaker, end quote, had made an offer earlier this month for FCA and that the other potential Chinese suitors were interested. The claims, of course, were refuted by FCA execs and, well, obviously other Chinese automakers. Now we jump to this week, when on Monday, Chinese automaker Great Wall Motor Company released that it is interested in buying the Jeep brand and has reached out to Fiat Chrysler Automobiles to see whether a deal can be negotiated, which is odd. Because immediately following this, FCA announced in a statement of its own that it had, quote, not been approached by Great Wall in connection with the Jeep brand or any other matter relating to its business. Though Jeep's U.S. sales have fallen each month since September, its global ramp-up continues. New factories and joint ventures in Brazil, India, and China are producing the Renegade, Cherokee, and the redesigned Compass for sale in new markets. In addition, the brand will expand its offerings upward in 2019 with the new Wagoneer and Grand Wagoneer body-on-frame-based luxury SUVs. That unto itself is big news. We'll just have to wait and see what happens with Jeep's future and whether or not it will be on its own. Hey, if you guys are looking for the latest in Jeep news, be sure to tune in each and every week. If you have a response to any one of our stories or have a newsworthy item of your own, well, be sure to drop us a line at info at jeeptalkshow.com. So if I won the lottery, I think I would buy Jeep. Well, I'd have to be a hell of a lottery, <laughs> yeah. though. Yeah, and wouldn't I, it, though? I'd have to um, hire some more security guys so those pictures wouldn't be leaking so much mm. or, or hire some yeah. better photographers so that it yeah. would uh they could get the story out there better <laughs> right <laughs> i think it's all part of a setup i think they're generating some buzz and if they're not then you there's a lot of buzz you can't buy I mean, that yeah. kind of you can't buy that kind of advertising so i think they ought to be happy with the buzz they're getting i agree. certainly so i mean it is all over the automotive world whether or not this is going to happen in what regard i mean there there is definitely buzz so if, if they've got a new head of marketing over there i think they're doing a pretty good job so let me ask you guys something uh, out of the the entire line of jeeps because we're talking about you know that being sold someplace by itself out of the, the entire line of jeeps i mean i know that the the cherokee has done well the renegade's done well but don't you think that it's the wrangler that is really the heart of the Jeep, I mean the Grand to a, to a degree, but as far as the off-road community, the ruggedness uh, of Jeep, right. it was it's the Wrangler. So yeah, I the Wrangler is, is definitely the the throne yeah, holder. The icon, I, I yeah. will. Mm-hmm. But you know, I, I think it's it's really the brand is what we're talking True. about here. Yeah, when you think Jeep, you think of you know Willys, a TJ, a Wrangler. You you think of the boxy Jeep with the top that comes off, right? right exactly. Um, there is obviously a lot more to Jeep than just the Wrangler. Uh, and, you know, 75 plus years of Jeep manufacturing has proven this. It, it's it's the brand that's really, I think, what is at stake here. And it's not really at stake. There's really not a lot of risk. I think regardless of what happens, Jeep is going to be able to stay on its own and survive. It's definitely a global brand. And it's a brand that's been around for a long time that despite being saddled up with some other companies has done well by itself in the past. So, now, this this may just be a precursor to something that's already happened before. So uh, the direction I was going with this is: Don't you think it would make sense, or or would it or would it hurt uh, Jeep and their brand for them to make more vehicles in the same type of styling as the Wrangler, that ruggedness, that utilitarian uh, type uh, vehicle? And 
I, it's possible that the Cherokee, the XJ, hurt Wranglers because they made so many of them because they were so capable and and so much cheaper than <laughs> the Wranglers. So I don't know. I'm kind of like both, you know, weighing both sides of that. I'd like to see uh, Jeep making more, you know, like something like the Wrangler, but different. Something that would be um, not to replace well, the Wrangler, but to to kind of give you a different uh, option, like like the put, Cherokee was. Well, to put this in, into a little bit of perspective and to answer your your question, in at least in some regard, Tony, I think that somebody at at, at, at Chrysler did this uh, number of years ago. They asked that same question, and I believe the answer was trail rated. <laughs> and so they they came up with okay, we can't really bring to market an entirely different platform. The R and D behind that, the 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 tooling to set up a plant to make it. I mean, it would be an outrageous investment, not to mention a risk. And so, how about making more rugged versions of the vehicles that we already have? Gotcha. Hence, trail rated. Now, but as you, you and I both know, and as just about any off, you know, legitimate off-roader out there knows, they're not really trail rated, but <laughs> exactly. you know, it's <laughs> this is this is bad. But maybe that's yeah. what the the pickup's gonna be the JT. That's a good point, Tammy. That's a really oh, good yeah. point. Oh yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. Now is that so now? Have we reported that that's back on again? Uh, I know there was. A, oh yeah. It's oh no, back it's on. it's on. It's it's happening. Yep. It's I mean the the prototypes are being tested. I wouldn't good. even doubt if it's already gone into some phases of early production or or not. But uh, well, once uh, the once the Wrangler is done in what 2018 that part of the plant that's where the jt is going to be um produced so can you talk about the uh, seeing the jt tammy or is that still yeah. still in yeah, I got, yeah i got a ride in it and everything <laughs> huh, just kidding you're gonna get in trouble again <laughs> no, and I the cease and desist letter is getting yeah. written as we speak no, no i didn't <laughs> see it i didn't touch it i didn't i didn't even dream about it i cannot confirm or deny yeah, yeah. but you know so, not now the trail rated the, the trail rated thing is, is kind of come and gone. And now we have, uh, you know, Trailhawk. Uh, and the yeah, Trailhawk sort of brand has, has sort of stepped up as, okay, you're going to get some armor. You're going to get some recovery points. You're going to get a little bit more clearance, you know, ground clearance and stuff, maybe some larger tires. Um, but, you know, it's still not exactly what we would all call, you know, the rough and rugged Jeep that we all know and love as yeah. what we see on the trails. I guess that's what I'm thinking. Let's Let's get something that is... Uh, comparable to the Wrangler, but a different style, kind of like what they're doing. And I'm not comparing the new Bronco to the Jeep, so don't don't anybody freak out. But the new Bronco they have coming out now that is very reminiscent of the original Bronco, but has a much more modern day styling. So mm. I'm really interested in seeing that one and, and seeing how it comes out. I'm just hoping it's not all the the all aluminum thing that that I'm seeing so many bad things about from from the Ford trucks. Well, I'm still going to call you a traitor, and you're fired. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, bye bye. Everything goes dark here, and you guys are sitting there going. Ah. So uh, I know uh, you guys weren't that interested in the, talking about the hurricane because you really didn't even know about it. But I know we have some uh, some of the audience members that uh, some of the listeners to the show that have been uh, sending messages uh, uh, my our way, which I guess it would be my way since I'm in the hurricane area. I uh, just thought we'd uh, chat about that a little bit. Uh, we were talking before the show started that. Uh, the, the current prediction now, now give me don't get me wrong it's news is there to hype things they're not there to just give factual information but we're currently they're currently predicting 35 plus inches of rain now i got a problem with that because it's only 24 inches to the bottom of my jeep <laughs> <laughs> i don't think it's going to come all at once it's not it's going to be a column that's 35 inches yeah. so. right 
<laughs> Imagine. No, but that can be bad. <laughs> all that rain. Yeah, and it's going to be over. You know, it has uh, nowhere to go. Three or four day period of time, so it's yeah. not going to all be in an hour. Can you imagine if it was thirty five inches an hour? Oh my yes. goodness! Let's get the better. Start building the ark. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, so Tony, um, you're you're in in land a little bit. I mean, you're not but, on the Gulf Coast. I mean, you, you you don't you're not you don't have beachfront property here, about, right? Uh, well, not yet. Uh, maybe after the hurricane. Uh, <laughs> so no, I'm about sixty sixty six miles uh, from Galveston. So. Uh, and we're at about um, 140 feet altitude or something, I, I, I believe here. Right. Uh, maybe it's only so 40. A, a, enough to get definitely a lot of rain. Yeah. yeah. Definitely enough to get a lot of rain. Probably some of that wind. Are you? Are you, you think you're going to see some pretty high winds, or or do you think you're in inland enough to, that's the, not going to hit? The prediction is, if you look at the little uh, the wind map that they've been uh, publishing, uh, we're in the 80 percent likelihood of tropical storm force winds not hurricane force but now what's that storms. probably like 50 60 mile per hour sustained i think it's lower i think it's in the 30 oh. to 40s so you oh, okay. know it's like a bad storm so, so you're gonna go you know kite flying weather yeah so i know one person <laughs> on uh, yeah exactly that would be good that would be good except for the lightning uh, and the random tornadoes uh but the uh we you know here in houston it's very flat um the we have clay in the soil i think you guys have clay up there too don't oh, you Josh? you betcha so uh, you know how the water doesn't run off. It, I mean, it doesn't absorb very well in that clay. It has to pool and run off. So that's a, this is a situation we have here, and we have a lot of flooding. Uh, you know, when it rains and when it's a, when it's a tropical thing, uh, ten to fifteen inches uh, of rain is not that unusual. So uh, anybody that's really concerned about the hurricane, at least for the Houston area. Uh, I wouldn't be. Uh, we'll have to wait and see. I'm not overly concerned. I didn't go out and buy, you know, uh, 6,000 gallons of water, 37 loaves of bread, uh, and a, a jar of peanut butter. So, <laughs> but a you lot heard, of... Did you mention but, the toilet paper? But a lot of... Oh, that that would have been good, though, actually. Uh, <laughs> so, the uh, a lot of people did. I mean, they're showing people, uh, Kroger's and the stores around here, with empty shelves. So... Uh, the I think the news media is in uh, cahoots with uh, uh, retailers. Frankly, <laughs> you know, you know what I think all this is. I, I think it's just a big PR move because you know, uh, up here in Oregon, uh, we just had a, a pretty big event happen uh, here on Monday, mm -hmm. and uh, there's been a lot of news leading up to it, and of course, coming out of it. And I think you guys are just getting jealous, and so you need something to, <laughs> to you know, sensationalize your your neck of the woods. Well, did you did you get any rain up there? I was asking Tammy before you uh, called Hell in. Did no. you get some rain? <laughs> really? Not, nothing measurable, anyways. <laughs> oh well, we got we're gonna have plenty down here, according to all predictions. Anyway, just a little hurricane update. Uh, people get concerned, especially relatives over the over the years. They'll call in because the news shows some uh, random area that's flooded, and we're not flooded, so. Uh, we should be fine now. Tuesday uh, for the uh, Jeep Talk Call-in show. I don't know. We'll have to see what the power is doing, and uh, we may have some issues then, Tammy. But uh, uh, just kind of a heads up there, so we may not have a show on Tuesday. But I think we're going to be okay. Hey guys, coming up here just a little bit later in the show, Tammy is going to review the Compass. That's right, not the kind of compass that you might have in the Boy Scouts, but the Jeep Compass. She doing this by accident? Wow. <laughs> Oh, I don't think right. I signed off on this. I don't, I don't know. Oh, that's no, you right. didn't. No, this is funny. This is going to be a funny one. Hey, we're doing two great episodes a week now, the Jeep Talk Show and the Jeep Talk Call-In Show. Tammy and I interview a guest, uh, and you can call in and join the conversation. Join us live every Tuesday, 8 p.m. Central Time. Just go to YouTube.com slash Jeep Talk Show. Our guest, Kevin, on episode 52 with Just Add Mud or Off-Road, 
uh, com. Tammy and I, <laughs> Tammy, I think we both bought the same thing from them, those, uh, yep. those foot pegs, a JK model and a TJ model. Uh, oh, don't forget to epi- uh, listen to episode 52 before you make a purchase over there at justaddmudoffroad.com because you can get a 12% discount on the items that are made by Jam. That's uh, <laughs> Just Add Mud Off-Road. Uh, so, uh, it tastes yeah. like strawberries. Yes. <laughs> Not that kind of Hey, deal. folks, and coming up on episode 53, which will be this Tuesday of the Jeep Talk Colin show, we're going to have AJ with Lou Blocker. Remember, that's this Tuesday, 8 p.m. Central, and on YouTube.com slash Jeep Talk Show. You're listening to a 4x4 Radio Network podcast. You most certainly are, you lucky listener, you. And the Jeep Talk Show is just one of the many proud members of the 4x4 Radio Network. What is the 4x4 Radio Network, you might ask? Well, it is your one-stop shop for all your off-road audio needs. That's right, guys. A lot of podcasts out there about off-roading, and the 4x4 Radio Network has them all. Learn more about the 4x4 podcast, the Center Steer podcast, and even the Trail Chasers podcast. And, of course, you can find us there, too. I think I may have already mentioned this, but John over at the Center Steer podcast is quitting his job and going on the road. He's going to be doing wow, overlanding. Wow. He's getting his Defender ready to go. And, uh, yeah, I need to, uh, need to, need to poke him and uh, find out when all this is going to happen. But he's uh, he's doing it, folks. So if you're not following the uh, Center Steer podcast, you need to. I mean, especially you people that uh, are really interested in the overlanding because John's going to be learning a lot of stuff firsthand. Shut up and listen. Shut up. So shut up. You don't shut up. Shut up, Shane. Hey. Shut up and listen. It's time for Wrangler talk. It's time for G-Mama. So, Tony and Josh, I told you that we were heading to um, Outer Banks this past weekend for a short little trip to see some friends and to view the solar eclipse. And I was like, yeah, I'll ask my family. Maybe we can take my Wrangler to the beach sure Um, we can (laughs) drive with the top down and and everything and i was like really excited and you know of course i got outvoted again um by the way i'm changing my vote count to i get three votes from now on but um anyway so i got outvoted and we did not take my husband's truck because he didn't want to put the miles on it so we were going to rent a vehicle and he picked i think it's like the nissan altima so he went to the car dealer to go get the car and i got a phone call he's calling me crying well not literally crying man crying right and they were running out of vehicles and they only had two left and they um and there was like a line of 20 some people didn't even get a vehicle but anyway and they're both subcompact yes we got a jeep compass and all he was saying was oh my god it's a jeep compass jeep compass and he was so upset. So I'm like, oh, that's okay. You know, I was kind of excited because, you know, it was a Jeep and yeah. it still had the seven slot grill. And I'm like, okay, I've never driven in anything other than a, a Cherokee or a Wrangler. So by accident, I thought I'm just going to go ahead and turn this into a positive um, thing. And I'm going to review the Jeep Compass. Excellent. Um, so my kids get in the back seat, and the second they get in the back seat, my oldest, who's about six foot, he is whining and crying about how tiny it is. And he made me push my seat up, so I'm like right up against the windshield because, you know, I have no room. 
But the second thing he complained about was it only has one phone charger. You know, one place <gasps> where you can put. I know. Can you imagine? Oh my God, the humanities. Yeah. So, you know, the, those were a couple of the bad things. The other thing is um, the center council, and it's funny because one of the vendors for my job came by and we were talking about the compass and he has this, he had to use that as a rental. I think they are just rental Jeeps maybe. <laughs> um, but he had the same complaint. The center council in the Wranglers and the Grand Cherokees I've seen um, comes far enough out to where you can just rest your arm on it. Well, on the compass, it doesn't. So every time you go to rest your arm, your arm falls. Um, so that's Sucks. another bad thing. And of course, you know, the, the power of the Jeep. Um, we could barely make it up a hill uh, in the compass. Um, the cool thing I thought was there's a little shelf right above the glove box where you could store all your stuff. But I kept feeling like I needed to close my glove box because you saw all <laughs> your stuff there on the shelf. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then, of course, the ride was just as rough as a Wrangler. Um, but at least when you're in the Wrangler, you expect that. And that's just an endearing quality of the Wranglers to exactly. have that rough ride. Mm -hmm. But the best thing about this is my oldest son said, and I will never let him forget <laughs> this. He said, we should have taken your Wrangler. Oh. So I know. Yay. Awesome. So maybe that is maybe awesome. that's a good thing is to rent vindication. Yes. I know. I told you so. I know. And I then, tried oh. to tell you. And we would have looked a hell of a lot cooler. Did, we I mean, did you look did you look sideways at the hubby, you know, when you as soon as the kids said it, like yeah, ah, said, ah. Yep. <laughs> so you know, to be honest with you, I when you read that story earlier, Joss, about them yeah. um redoing the compass, I hope they do because I don't. I would never buy one. All new design. All yeah, new design. They, so I'm guessing you were to. in a in a 2014, 2015, somewhere around there. Yeah, it must. It had to have been. Yeah, yeah I don't, I think, I'm not I think sure. 2015, what 2016 was the year they did away with that glove box cubby. Uh, but yeah, you're right. That thing is. I mean, it's a it's a giant chasm on the passenger side. That yeah, I would I would think that I got to go over there and just reach over there and just close that right, lid real. Right. Oh, there's nothing there. You know, when you first mentioned that, Tammy, I was concerned that uh, when you accelerate heavily. All the stuff would shoot out into the oh. uh, the lap, but uh, then again, you just mentioned you couldn't get up a hill, so that's right. probably how they're able to get away with that. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so I, I will say I was very pleased that something good came out of it. So well, we'll see though on the next trip. Now, I guess I'll just have to threaten them with renting a compass. Now we're having fun at the the Jeep Compass's expense, but I do know there are a lot of people out there that really enjoy their compass. It it wasn't. Uh, you know, they're not getting the Wrangler. That's not the reason why they're buying it. They're doing it for fuel economy, but they still wanted the Jeep and they wanted something that was uh, for passenger. I mean, I know you can get the JKU, but it, it fit a, ni a, a niche right. for, for them and, and they really, really enjoy it, especially like the, the fuel economy. So uh, we are, like I said, we are having some fun at the expense of the, uh, of the compass because, it, you know, it's the little Jeep that couldn't uh, in, in our minds. Uh, but, uh, there's, it, it, you know, if it's something that you want and you want a Jeep, it's, uh, it's right there for you. And apparently it's going to continue on. I think we've had, uh, mm -hmm. a few news stories about that too, about how they've, uh, they're going to continue on with the compass. So I, I'm a little partial to the Wrangler. I, I don't have, I don't have an open mind. Yeah. Well, that, that's <laughs> the same thing here, you know, Just with well, all three focus of us. On the 
So uh, let's see. Let's talk about reviews here a little bit. Um, the uh, we, we didn't have any this week, folks. We'd really like some. So I want to take a moment here just to encourage you to go over to Facebook because you can go to our Jeep Talk Show page. And right there on the page, you can give us a review. And, of course, iTunes reviews, I think it was uh, the first part of this month, the last time we had a uh, uh, had a review on iTunes. So take the time. And even if you've uh, done reviews in the past, it's uh, it's time to do another one. It, you know, you've heard more shows. There's more things to talk about. So uh, go over there and try that out. Oh, but we did get an email from uh, Jesse Womack. Uh, I think I pronounced that correctly. Uh, I have just found your show, and I'm the proud owner of two Jeep Wagoneers. One is a 1988, and the other one is a 1987. The 87 is my wife's. Love the show. What's what's the deal there, Jesse? The the wife is supposed to get the newer one. Hey, hey if you guys don't know what the uh, the Wagoneers are, the Jeep Wagoneers, the XJs, those are the ones that have the four headlights. And the great thing about that is you still can't see where you're going at night. <laughs> <laughs> I did like that front end though. Those, uh, oh, yeah. those were, I wish that was a, a style that they would have offered as a, as an option or something like that in later years. But, uh, anyways, uh, we got another email. Uh, this one came in last week and, uh, the subject line we thought was interesting. And, uh, this is a little bit of long, a little bit of a long email here, but it's going to be worth the read here, guys. Uh, the subject line is things I bought because of listening to the Jeep talk show. <laughs> <laughs> so this is going to be good. Hey, Jeep talk show crew. I just want to give you guys and gal a quick shout out to let you know how much I enjoy your podcast. I found you guys via a Google search almost two years ago. I hadn't bought my first Jeep yet, but I had been wanting one for years. So during one of my many web wheeling sessions, I had the bright idea that maybe, just maybe, there was a Jeep-related podcast somewhere out there on the interwebs that I could listen to while I'm at the gym. I typed Jeep Podcast into the search bar, and now here I am. I've been listening to your show ever since, and I have finally caught up with your current podcast. You guys are awesome. You're engaging, funny, witty, entertaining. Oh, stop. And inform informative. And, and whether or not your guests from various manufacturers or the manufacturers of various products you guys review on the air, realize it or not, you are very effective product endorsers and advertisers. For example, I started listening to your show prior to buying my Jeep. I was on the fence on which Wrangler to buy. I can honestly say this. Hearing Tammy talk about her Rubicon definitely had a major influence on my purchase decision. And ultimately, I ended up buying a brand new 2016 two-door Rubicon Hard Rock Edition on March 31st, 2016. It's Arctic White, by the way. Uh, and it's a ruby, so it has tons of red and black accents. There you go. Another example <laughs> of the power of your show. I promised myself I would leave my very, my very expen expensive Jeep stock for at least one year. But then I was going to lift it for sure. So as I started researching lift kits, needless to say, I kept coming back to Metal Cloak. I'm sure you can guess why, Tammy. I live only two hours from Metal Cloak's Central California facility, so I decided to drive to their sister company located next door, Cloakworks, and have my 2.5-inch Game Changer ARB Edition professionally installed, and I absolutely love it. I know, Tony, I know. Built, not bought. I can hear you now. <laughs> But in this particular case, I'm sure that you can cut me a bit of slack. I mean, if you have the option of the manufacturer of the product to be the same people who install it at their amazing facility, I might add, that qualifies as an exception to the rule, I hope. I also added 35-inch tires to Nilla and transformed her into a beast. I'm guessing Nilla is the name of his Jeep. Along the way, I have bought almost every gadget, gizmo, upgrade, and add-on doodad that you can think of, many of which I have heard mentioned on your show. The latest example being the heavy-duty tire carrier by Bestop and the heavy-duty tailgate hinges by Moride. After hearing your awesome interviews with the representatives from those two manufacturers, 
So keep the product news and reviews coming. You guys, and I'll keep buying the products. So far, <laughs> I'm extremely happy with all of my JTS-influenced purchases. So you guys are batting 1,000. All the best, Jeff. What a great email. That really was a great email. That was awesome. Thank you very so, much. Jeff, yeah, Jeff, thanks for taking the time to, uh, to write us in such a substantial email and for giving us quite the pat on the back. Yes. Definitely want to take the, uh, take the chance to acknowledge that. And if you guys have any, uh, well, any criticism to give us at all, you guys, we always re re read all of our reviews live on the air, constructive criticism or not. This one was definitely a nice pat on the back. Uh, so thanks again, Jeff. And if you guys would like to write us to the show, we'll just do that by uh, sending us an email, info at jeeptalkshow.com. So, Jeff, I will cut you a break. Uh, it's, it's your Jeep. You should do exactly what you want to do with it. Uh, I'm just uh, giving you my opinion. And I would say the only downside to what you did there was you're not going to have a good feel of how it all fits together. And whenever you, if something breaks or something even even is not broken, but it feels a little funny or you get a little noise, it's not going to be as intuitive to you as to what the problem is. So I'd encourage you to get up underneath there and just take the time to see how everything goes together so that you can uh, have that ability. That's what you, that's what you really learn. And the other thing about doing it yourself is I do it because I can't afford to have somebody else do it. It's just too much money for me. So hats off to you guys that can buy Rubicons and then have somebody install top dollar uh, lifts on it. I do not think that's a bad thing at all. It's just not not what I do. Hey, everybody! Every Jeeper is different in their own way. We need a song. <laughs> you don't want to hear me sing anymore. Give peace. I feel like we should be singing and give peace a I need, chance. I need yeah. I need some uh, some whale song here available. Some, oh boy, some tear jerking whale whale song. <laughs> You got tech questions? Oh, boy, do I ever. We have answers. Oh, that's good, because I just... I, it's Tech Talk with Jeep Talk. Hey, Jeepers, I'm working on a Tech Talk for next week that in the five, six, seven years this show's been on the air, we have never covered. So if you wheel really? anywhere... Yeah, if you guys wheel anywhere where trees and brush grow, you are not going to want to miss next week's episode. In the meantime, if you have a tech question or any Jeep modification issue that you would like some guidance on, or you'd like to have a question answered here on the show, well, just reach out to us and send us an email with your question. We take listener submissions very seriously, so there's no such thing as a dumb question, okay, Jeepers? So email me at info at jeeptalkshow.com with the subject line Tech Talk, and who knows, you might just hear me take on your Jeep question here on the air. I'm trying to remember where it was, talking about the, you know, the dumb, no dumb questions, but somebody asked me the other day, I think it was uh, in a comment or something about a Henway, and... Uh, <laughs> It's so funny. That happened so long ago. It's funny to hear people making references to it. It's it's definitely a a, a big moment in uh, in Jeep talk show history. Yeah, thanks thanks to me. <laughs> hey, that's I mean so that's proud. That's good podcasting. I know. <laughs> this is Zach from CNM Jeeps. This is Lisa Simon from Chim Perfect. This is Alan Peterson with Painless Performance Wiring. This is Amy from TNA Decal. This is Neil from SFJ4x4.com. This is Randall Spear, Motorsports Manager from Dana Aftermarket. This is Paul Wolf from ENI USA RM. I'm John Eastmore from Black Forest. This is Nathan Leahy from Mickey Thompson Tires and Wheels. And, and you're listening to the Jeep Talk Show. And a nice big Jeep wave goes out to all of our friends and fans in the off road industry. We thank you for your support. Hey, this is Tony. And I'm Tammy. And this is Josh. And you've reached our 24-7 voicemail line. You guys know what to do, so at the beep, leave your message. Hey, guys. It's retired staff sergeant Craig Owen. 
just calling to give you an update. Um, I'm at about $400. Um, it's been kind of slow. Um, really nothing new to update you guys on. Um, I hope people will take a look at my GoFundMe site and, um, if they can't chip in five bucks, at least retweet it or send it out on Facebook. Thank you very much. So you probably uh, remember that voicemail from last week. Uh, we were going to play it again because we want to uh, give uh, uh, Craig as much opportunity to get uh, some uh, donations over there as possible. I think he's up to uh, like 475 or something uh, now. So uh, slowly but surely building. Go over there and give him a hand. Just go to GoFundMe.com slash disabled uh, minus sign veteran. And that is all, uh, the disabled veteran is all in uppercase. Don't sweat it. It'll be in the show notes. So you can just click on it. Yeah. If you guys want to, you can also go to gofundme.com just on their main page there. And, uh, you can start a search, just type in his name, Craig Owen. You'll see him right up there in the top. Yep. So, oh, and I'll mention, uh, he didn't mention it in his, uh, in his voicemail, but, uh, we're kind of recommending, uh, anybody out there has a Jeep that's maybe not running, uh, that would be a good donor uh, for him, and maybe he could use the funds that he's received so far to help get it going. So we would just need to. He's in the Kentucky area, so uh, you know we would uh, need a jeep, and we'd need uh, somebody to get it to him, and uh, probably some folks to help him get it going. And uh, you know, I'm sure he would enjoy the attention and the camaraderie of all the jeepers being involved in uh, getting him uh, back on the road. And keep in, guy, keep in mind, guys, it's only for a short period of time because of uh, his uh, degenerative brain disease. He's just looking for some uh, form of entertainment that he can get around and have some t- uh, fun times in his Jeep uh, un- uh, as long as he can. have undoubtedly heard about ExtremeTerrain.com. If not, you're missing out on one of the best sources on the web for Jeep parts and accessories. From bumpers to bug guards, from lights to lockers, and everything in between, ExtremeTerrain.com has all the best for your Jeep TJ, LJ, or JK Wrangler. And now they're offering more than ever before. They are giving away not one, but two brand new 2018 Jeep JL Wranglers. One two-door and one four-door. Is in her package, if you will. Or if you don't, feel free to give it to your mom, your brother, or your favorite Jeep talk show host. (laughs) Because this is an extreme terrain giveaway, these aren't going to be any bone stock offerings. These Wranglers have gotten the full XT treatment. One is fully built with the best of the Deegan 38 line of off-road gear, making this one badass Jeep. The other is fully decked out with lift, tires, lights, and a ton of armor, all from Barricade Off-Road. One lucky Jeeper is going to win both of these sweet Jeeps. Entries are taken weekly. That means you can enter more than once. And make sure you get all your friends and family to enter as well. Just go to extremeterrain.com slash win for your chance to score two amazing Jeeps. The contest closes November 15th, and the winner will be announced November 24th, 2017. That's Black Friday. So what's that link again? Just go to extremeterrain.com slash win. That'll also be in the show notes. And uh, Tammy knows firsthand uh, about some of the the items, uh, the barricade items on her Jeep because uh, she got those from Extreme Terrain. And yeah. uh, you, you've had them for over a year now, haven't you? Both front and back bumpers. Uh, oh, yeah. It's been two two years. So, or actually a little over than that. And, and I, you haven't had any I issues at all with, uh, with no. that stuff. Yeah. None. And, and, they tend to lose a D-ring every now and again. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah. The, the hole pulled out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> of course. Uh, that, was, that was a little inside baseball there for you new listeners. Sorry. Uh, yeah, you have to go back and listen to the uh, the previous episodes. Yeah. But uh, yeah, check that out. I mean, they're uh, they're doing great things. We reported uh, Tuesday that they're actually uh, 
uh, having uh, grant money for uh, clubs that are trying to clean up trails or rebuild trails. So it's uh, it's not just giving the the fun stuff away; they're actually trying to give back to the community and yeah, awesome. uh, you know ha- help uh, repair trails and uh, make them better for uh, all uh, all off roaders. So. Uh, yeah, if you want more information on that, you can check out um, a blog post from last week that I did. I have all the information. Or you can go to extremeterrain.com. Blog post where, Tammy? Oh, well, everybody <laughs> knows. I'm a big-time celebrity, right? Now, jeepmamamma.com. Uh, people are going, okay, but what? Who's that? What, but where? Where do I go? You know, yeah, everybody's no, supposed to everybody, know that. Yeah, we all make that same mistake. We see it a thousand times. We figure everybody's heard it enough. But uh, now nah, you got to repeat it every time. From the mind of Nikki G. Hey, this is Nikki G. And uh, if you're listening to this, I take it you survived the uh, eclipse without being vaporized or turned into a zombie. I've seen so many horror movies start start out with an eclipse. But uh, with that being said, I would like to take <laughs> a second to apologize to all the survivors about my joke last week. <laughs> what a stinker. I know. I wish I could say that I could try harder, but who am I kidding? <laughs> the best I can do is to promise to try to try. So uh, with that being said, I went to my doctor the other day and I said, <laughs> I can't shake this feeling. One minute I think I'm a teepee. The next minute I think I'm a wigwam. I keep going back and forth, TP Wigwam, TP Wigwam. He looked at me and he said, get the hell out of my office. I'm a gynecologist. What do you expect me to do about it? Stop interrupting my exams. (laughs) Sorry, ma'am. All right, boys and girls, I will uh, chat at you later. You have a good one. Goodbye. It would have been funnier, funnier with an echo. Uh, But I digress. Get out of here. Oh, Oh, I just got that. If you can't, if you guys don't watch the video, you need to watch the video for Tammy's look of sheer disgust when she said that. (laughs) Okay. All right. Josh, are you still there? Right along. Oh, hey, guys, uh, every couple few weeks or so, we go ahead and disseminate some knowledge to you guys about some of the stuff that you absolutely must have for your Jeep or off-roading adventure. Uh, some of the stuff is related to certain Jeeps. Some of it's just related to the off-road sport in general. Tammy's got one that is vehicle-specific this week. Yeah, and actually, this came with, this idea was sparked from a listener. Thank you very much. Um, I'm not sure if this is going to be a must-have for me, but I think the more I research it, I think I'm going... Oh, you know you're going to um, have it. <laughs> to, yeah, I think I'm going to go out and buy this. Um, and this was sparked because of all the cl- complaints I s- give a, that my boys hate sitting in the back of my the seat of my Jeep. Um, and it's um, the rear seat recline kit for the Jeep Wrangler, the oh, four-door. yeah, I saw that. So I would, I'm like, you know, I'm kind of hesitant because it was like, God, putting in something in the seats where my kids are sitting and I'm like, I don't know if I, if that's going to be safe. So I actually, I posted it on my Facebook page and there are quite a few people that I know personally, as personally as you can get as knowing someone on, online, um, 
that are using it. And um, one guy says it's made the rear seat a little bit more comfortable. The seat doesn't fold down quite as flat. And the replacement bolts are pretty long enough for safety. Um, but just make sure they're a good proper rating. And then another person, um, he has a son that just turned 13 over. He's over six feet. Woo! It reclines the seat back about two and a half inches and lifts up the front, the seat up in the front and gives you more of a natural sitting position so it's not so straight up and down. And it's plenty of safe. You wouldn't even know it was done. Um, another follower has done a, and this is all my Facebook page if you guys want to read it. Another follower, um, listener, he did a, an install video of it. And then another one, Rob GoVenture, remember he made those cartoons of our Jeeps? Yeah. Um, no. He's got it sitting Not the, That's his, not the right one, Tammy. Am I getting it wrong again? <laughs> it's Ron, uh, Rob the Toon Man. That Rob does the, the Toon Man. Oh, Rob, I, Rob GoVenture uh, is the oil field worker uh, kind of over here in the San Antonio, the yeah, Texas. I, and and uh, uh, They both have Rob. He, yeah, I know. He's me. sitting there screaming, it's not I me. know. It's not me. I'm sorry, so anyway, I had Rob. To correct it. Sorry, both Robs. Thank you. <laughs> oh, Anyway, he's got it waiting in his Jeep, but he's done a lot of um, research, and he couldn't find any... Um, any criticism on the safety of the product. So basically it's just a bunch of bolts and some little square like inserts that would raise your seat. So I'm considering purchasing it and putting it in my back seat. They're still, but not, I would, gonna, they're still not going to ride in your Jeep, Tammy. No, I know. But I think it's a good thing but to have, I, but it, I can even have my son help me. Hey, help me install this, you know, cause he's true. been itching to do it's for your so, own comfort. Yeah. Right. <laughs> But I would love to hear from anyone else out there listening who's put this in their Jeep. Um, if you've done it, what do you think? Is it an easy install? Have your kids? Did, did you say where that was from? Uh, I may have missed uh, it. Well, you can you can get them from anywhere, but the link that I was given was innovativejkproducts.com, and it's the JK Rear Seat Recline Kit for the Jeep JK Unlimited. It's 60 bucks. And it's basically four bolts and a bunch of little um, inserts, I guess. Like that would metal, make it metal blocks or something. Metal blocks, like yeah. Uh, I didn't know that they didn't recline, and it sure does sound like it's a pretty simple thing. It didn't. It didn't. I mean, just looking at the uh, the the stuff they were selling in that kit, it didn't look like it's got a major deal to install either. So I'm just. No. Uh, I guess Jeep was saving that buck uh, forty nine again. Yep. So um, anyway, I would love to hear from anyone who's used them. Yeah, it'd be great. And it sounds like a no-brainer. It uh, sounds like a really good item to uh, add to your rear seats on your JKU, especially if you're a single person. So uh, but we need that comfort in the back seat from time to time. And hey, if you guys want to send that correspondence out to Tammy, make sure you guys just shoot an email to info at jeeptalkshow.com or reach out to her over at jeepmama.com. It's going to rain. It's going to rain. I'm sorry, Josh. I'm teasing you about that, aren't I? I shouldn't well, have said that. Well, this campfire must be lit because of the uh, darkness under this eclipse that I'm seeing currently. <laughs> I know. Uh, <laughs> well, if we, you were, guys, if we were in Oregon, it would it? be LED only. Uh, yeah, yeah. Bleh. It was all right. It's true. I what did I care? I, I had more fun looking outside and especially looking at all the people that were looking up. Right. Josh, um, did you I, get 100%? 
Yeah, nearly. I wasn't quite as far south. It was like ninety nine point seven percent or something like that. I was. I was really not exactly totality, but as about as close as it gets. So wow. Um, yeah, there was. Did it uh, get dark? Oh, you betcha. Yeah, I bet you. Really? It got really dark. Yeah, it was. I mean, it wasn't like you know, lights out dark. It was right. The closest thing I could describe it, uh, describe to it, would be looking outside from inside a house that has really dark tinted windows. Right. That's because interesting. Because the the light angle was in the right position, but the illumination was dusk. Yeah, it's right. really so weird. Ordinar- right. yeah, ordinarily, when yeah, it gets it that was. dark, the sun is at a much lower angle. It was right. this dark, but it the sun wasn't at that angle, and so it had this really weird effect. And and uh, yeah. saw some of the uh, saw some of the the shadow snakes and and some uh, some crescent uh, crescent shadows and stuff like that. It was it was pretty cool. So uh, yeah, it was it was a neat event. It was a neat event. So be honest, did you or anybody around you look up and say at the point of the maximum uh, coverage, say that's no moon? <laughs> you know, Star Wars reference. <laughs> No, no. Although I work with a lot of geeks and, yeah, and movie I know. nerds and stuff like that, I'm, I'm surprised that I didn't I didn't hear something like that. But we all kind of there was, there was you know several of us out in the parking lot, and we're all kind of just meandering around and and swapping glasses and, and sharing stories and you know experiences and all what's it you know look right. like to you and you know all that sort of stuff. So I, I was uh, I'm going to date myself here a little bit. I was actually around and kicking for the 1979 solar eclipse that happened here in Oregon. Uh, that was the last the last big totality. Uh, or close to that we had, and uh, even though I was in, in grade school and I was just but a kid, I have vague memories of uh, doing the construction paper and the pin and the shoebox and yeah. you know, looking through the thing and you know all that sort of stuff because uh, they didn't have these these fancy uh, glasses, welders' well, uh, glasses. glasses. Oh, yeah. do you have? Uh, it, <laughs> oh, I have mine too. Oh, oh something you didn't yeah. have to go get. That's amazing. Just, well, I kind of have to go off camera. Of course. Well, I I uh, I had my welder's mask, um, but that didn't quite have the uh, the rating that it should have to uh, to save my eyeballs. So really? I, I opted to uh, to share the share the glasses with other people than to try to use my my welding mask. So we should have wore our glasses tonight, but we wouldn't have been able to read the script. <laughs> you can't see shit. Which may have been a help. I know. <laughs> I know. Might have helped us. You know what I found. I was in the Outer Banks, and our coverage was ninety-two percent. But what I we were on the beach actually, and it was like really kind of eerie. And I was able to not have my sunglasses on. Normally, if there's any sort of sun, even on cloudy days, yes. I have to have my sunglasses on. But I could walk around without my sunglasses, and my eyes didn't hurt. And you could walk in the sand barefoot and not burn your feet. The, the temperature sun, did drop quite a bit. Uh, yeah, out, out the sand like just the the heat in the sand just dissipated. I found that quite interesting. Yeah, a lot of a lot of energy coming from uh, from the sun, and it's it's hard to believe that it can heat stuff up. Just the the light uh, it heats things so up quickly. So, so quickly, yeah. yeah. Uh, so you know, I, I'm trying to think, Josh. It seems like it was around the same time period you're talking about, but I remember seeing a a partial eclipse. Uh, down here that was it seems like it was in a feb around february and uh it wasn't a total but it was a, mm-hmm. uh, enough where you got that effect of the really weird uh lighting because the color oh, yeah. the color is different because you know when oh, the sun yeah, goes down a color shift yep you know when the sun goes down it's coming through all those layers of atmosphere so you're gonna get that orange uh glow but not when it's straight above you you know it's it's uh not 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 that much atmosphere so you get this 
this dusk, but without the colors and the shadow angles are, are wrong. It's really cool. That's the thing that impresses me the most about eclipses. Not not something creating a shadow, but the effect of the shadow. Something, you know, just this, you know, celestial object orbiting the earth. And, you know. Well, it's been there for a while and yeah, it makes sense so. to me that it's going to go. <laughs> I mean, I, I was wishing a few people happy Groundhog Day because that's about what all this <laughs> wound up being. I mean, let's go out and see if we can see our shadow, you know. The, so I just, uh, another, well, you'll get another your bit own of chance. hype. You'll get your own chance for uh, to experience all the hype uh, here in just about another uh, what six years uh, or so 2024 seven. i think yeah, seven years uh, I think yeah. I heard. seven years 2024 is when it's gonna happen in here there in uh in the southern hemisphere or well, texas area mm-hmm. yeah i think it starts in texas comes in off the off the mm-hmm. gulf and uh, goes into texas much like the hurricane that's uh, coming so yes tony we all know you think that the sun rises yes. in seven, seven. <laughs> it does it's texas by the way <laughs> So, Josh, any new Jeep news for us on your no, neck not, of the woods? Not, not from my neck of the woods. Uh, nothing really going on. Last week has been uh, been, been pretty slow on my own Go, GoFundMe uh, page. Uh, I, I'm really hesitant on on pulling the trigger on some stuff right now because I'm I'm worried that you know I'm going to get going and then not be able to do anything else. Right. Um, no, I understand so that. I, I'd hate to get everybody's hopes up and get this you know th- this ball rolling and then all of a sudden nothing. Well, I think you know, there's so, I think there's an expense associated with pulling the money out. So I think maybe you want to wait until it, it it's at its maximum. Yeah, that that's my goal. I I'm on the fence about this because I've been getting I've been getting some pressure from from friends and family and you know the Jeep community <laughs> and everybody else. Like, dude, what? It's been a while now. Well, you've been getting some nice your Jeep. You you've know? been getting some nice comments too in the uh, have, in the GoFundMe. Oh yeah, I've been getting uh, a lot of uh, a lot of assurance and and well wishes and you know hey we're you know we're behind you you know that sort of stuff. So you know, I really do appreciate the support, guys. And and if you want to continue the support, uh, GoFundMe.com/slash/save/Josh's plural Josh's, not plural Jeeps, but plural Josh's. Well, actually, it's ownership. But anyway, I digress. Yep, uh, GoFundMe.com/slash/save/Josh's Jeep. Go over there. I like seeing uh, seeing that money count go up. Hey, Tony, I thought I saw on the uh, Jeep Talk Show Instagram or, or one of our social media sites, you post up some pictures of some lights or something. Did you do something recent again to the uh, to the uh, turn signals or something like that? Um, well, let's see. What did I do? Oh, no, I just got new uh, housings. You know, I had gone to the ah. clear a while back. And then when I was yeah. putting the, uh, the LED bulbs, if you can even put those two things together, uh, into the housings, I noticed that there had been some water damage. Uh, from the water leaking in around the the front seal, so instead of it being all clear and shiny and reflective, it mm-hmm. was uh, dark and discolored and not reflective. So mm-hmm. I just went over to Amazon.com/slash Jeep Talk Show uh, and uh, purchased a couple of uh, what would you call them? Uh, turn signal housings. Sure. Uh, you know, it, nice the clear ones. So th- really, the picture was just. Here, look how beautiful these LEDs are on these well, and that's brand what I was new I was just clear like, this, lenses. This does look, you know, I figured you just washed it or, or buffed it or you know something like that. I couldn't right. quite tell. So that's why I was that's why I was bringing it up. I was curious what the uh, what the the point what the, of the event was. was. Well, I yeah. get I get in trouble with my wife. She goes, "You never write anything about what's going on. You just post a picture." So I like the hey, questions. Hey, we're talking about it, aren't yeah. we? We're talking about it. I like it. <laughs> the questions. It's people are looking at the picture. If they've got a question, let's do some interaction here. So, uh, you know, but people just like the like the pictures. But it was a really nice shot. I thought it was uh, a very clear and uh, very orangey. Yeah. But thank you for asking. I'm glad you saw that. I'm glad to hear you're on social media now. Let's not get carried away. <laughs> uh. <laughs> 
So should we call you Footpeg uh, Tammy? Footpeg Tammy. Um, yeah. Well, I just have to get the doors off first. That's well. Step one was to buy the footpeg. Step two would be to paint the footpegs purple, and then step three is gonna uh, try to get my my doors off. They haven't been hey, off. Quick question. Quick question, Tammy. Are you do you have or are you going to be using the same purple paint that you did for your diff covers? Oh yeah, I still have oh, okay. what, <laughs> ten and a half cans left. Got a case oh, of wow. it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Um, See what it looks like with 37 coats, Tammy. Right. <laughs> um, and then last, was it this spring, I think it was, I went over to um, CPOs to have him help me um, take my doors off. And we got the front two doors off barely, but the, the passenger doors, we couldn't even budge them. So I need to blast them with, um, PB. what do you call that? Yeah, PB blaster mm -hmm. and... I mean, I guess I don't necessarily need to take the back doors off. I mean, it looks. Oh, you have kinda, to do it once. Yeah. No, I think it looks it, great that way. Well, it kind of looks goofy with them on. Yeah. No. Exactly. You have, have, yeah. have the front ones off and the back ones on. I think you um, need to get another set of foot pegs. Uh, you know, uh, Josh, I didn't realize this, but they've actually they actually sell two sets of foot pegs to some JKU owners. Could you imagine uh, seeing four people with their legs out <laughs> driving <laughs> the around? Crab, it's coming down the street. It's coming right for us. <laughs> Um, that's part of that. No, interview I'm, that I'm jealous because the weather's been so nice for so long out here. You know, every Jeeper has got the top off and it just kills me every yeah. day. I see there's a lot of Jeepers out here in the Portland metro area. Well, they're probably so, like all excited because they have oh, hasn't yeah. been much rain. Oh, that's, that's just very it is, true. you know, you can't get off road, but Hey, I don't have to put the top on for three months. Right. You know, this is awesome. <laughs> so yeah, I've been seeing a lot, a lot of feet hanging out if you out the doors, if you will. So it's uh, it's, it's been it's been nice and uh, it's it's been well tortured. <laughs> so the other thing is, you know how Jeep um, sent me two of the Hell's Revenge um, Jeep Badge of Honors, those little badges. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. And I'm like, what am I gonna do with two? So I decided I um, message Jeremy with Outlaw Jeep Tours. That was the Jeep I drove when I was in Moab. And I asked him, would mm -hmm. you like this since it was really your Jeep? Oh, so wow. he's all excited. I'm, oh, wow. I'm mailing him. I'm mailing him one of the Jeep because that's the Jeep that um, yeah. got it. So he's going to he's gonna put it on the, the big, they call it the, what is, what's Shrek? Oh, um, oh yeah. The, the green one. <laughs> sure. Yeah. So then while we were chit-chatting back and forth, he asked when I'm going to come out to Moab next. And I'm like, I'm not sure. And he's like, you should join us next summer. They're going to do a guided tour of the Rubicon Trail. So hopefully I will um, head out there with them. I don't know if, if I'll be able to get my Jeep all the way out there. But maybe I can just go along. And I said I can blog about it. I can get sound and video for the show and YouTube and um, so hopefully I might make it out to the Rubicon Trail next year. We'll see. Yeah, that, that would um, be really nice. And, and just, it wouldn't be as new, which you would be able to focus on other things. Because uh, instead of going, wow, wow, all looking around, you'd be able to focus more on, on uh, more technical stuff. So that would probably be really good. So yeah, yeah the so, uh, Jeep Jamboree. If you guys aren't familiar with that, you really need to check out JeepJamboreeUSA.com. Um, they do a Jeep Jamboree event on the Rubicon, I believe, yearly. Right. Uh, so that might be something you want to look into. Maybe if not you, Tammy, you guys out there listening, if, if the Rubicon 
maybe it was something a little intimidating for you, maybe not something you want to try on your own or just with a buddy, uh, check out Jeep Jamboree USA. They just did one August 10th, uh, August 10th, 11th, 12th, and 13th, a four-day trip on the Rubicon, completely guided by Jeep Jamboree USA. Uh, one heck of a Jeep event, guys. If you don't know what a Jeep Jamboree is, you got to get in on one. It is an amazing event. You know, Tammy, we need to put that on our uh, our guest list. And uh, I, I interviewed uh, somebody from Jeep Jamboree many years ago, and I think it's time to talk to him again. That was a very interesting That would be interview. a good idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm, I'm hoping if I get out that way, maybe hooking up with Steve, and he can show me his neck of the woods. 4.3 yeah, LXJ. The Rubicon yeah. Is, yeah, the Rubicon is all just about his backyard. So, right. yeah, that would be uh, Yeah, be he great. said he, he knows of other trails that are better. Oh, I don't yeah. doubt it. Yeah, because the Rubicon yeah, wanna, is. Are they didn't they widen it and stuff and do things to it to make it easier to uh, get through. It's always been under. Uh, well, no, no, I wouldn't say easier. There's, I mean, there's bypasses and stuff like right. that. I mean, heck, they they were and able to take a, a stock Cherokee through it. So you know, at yeah. least in some some. Well, areas. I thought they had done something, and that was one of the reasons why some of the trail rated. Uh, uh, Jeeps were able to go through it. Am I am I not right, or is that just? Well, I know there I mean, are bypasses. There are bypasses, yeah. So, I mean, you could drive the entire Rubicon Trail in probably a stock Cherokee. I mean, it's been done. Okay. Um, but you're not hitting every obstacle. You're not going right. on the trails. Right. You're you're in the Rubicon. You're in the area. You are wheeling, but you're not really on the trails. You're you're just sort of going along the road and and not road. I mean, it's a trail, but right. Um, right. But and you're taking bypasses and stuff and. And yeah, you're going to be engaged in a four-wheel drive, but you're really not, you know, at the point of where you're getting a spotter, worrying about tire placement, uh, testing your armor, you know, stuff like that. So what you're saying is cheaters never win, but they do get a badge. Oh, Tony. I did, uh, <laughs> that's not cheating. That's not experiencing my word. it. Well, I was mainly referring to the trail rated badge on the Jeeps that I uh, down the Rubitron Trail. So not the badge that you got, Tammy. Oh, yeah. No, no. I, you could do that. Seriously. Sure. Sure. Yeah, because you just, like, I could just actually take uh, my Jeep and sit outside of um, the parking lot of Roush Creek and check in and check into Crawl Daddy, and I don't even have to, to drive it. And I right. would get the, as long as you're in the vicinity of the trail, which is, there's no way to verify that you <laughs> actually did it. You have to go on your um, good morals that to say that you did it. The honor system. So uh, I, I just was going to mention I had bought some foot pegs and Cam- Tammy copied me. Uh, I got the foot oh. pegs. I got the foot pegs for my wife's TJ. So I was actually buying for somebody else. Nah. <laughs> so I told my wife I thought she'd be excited about it, and she goes, she knew what they were, and I said, hey, I got you some foot pegs, and she goes, oh, okay. <laughs> she's like, what the hell am I going to do with them? I don't know. I think she's worried about how she'll look. You know how she'll look funny with her oh, leg yeah. hanging out of the yeah, well, just, you put your just foot don't on wear there, a, a dress. Yeah, don't wear a dress. A yeah, <laughs> That's where I was gonna go with that. Jeep, Charlotte Monroe Jeep dress. I don't care. Ah, boom. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, I got. The, I'm looking forward to seeing those come in. And uh, the great thing is, is that uh, uh, the uh, we were talking to Kevin. This is all the foot peg stuff. Is uh, from uh, uh, Just Add Mud Offroad.com. And, uh, uh, but, uh, Kevin, who we interviewed, his dad makes all those things. So oh, it, cool. they're built in house. So, uh, I'm very Made anxious. in the USA guys. Made yep. in the USA. Yep. Yeah. And, uh, actually the, uh, the first, the first set he made was uh, for CJ, his own personal CJ. Oh, and I'll just mention that, uh, Kevin's dad has a red Jeep. So there is that. 
Um, hey, if you guys want to check out episode 52, uh, if you guys are checking out any of that, just add mud gear. Well, you guys can use, uh, we have a discount code. Make sure you listen to episode 52 of the Jeep Talk Colin show for a 12% discount on the items that are made by just add mud. Yep. Yep. They sell a bunch of other stuff uh, on there too. And that discount only applies to the items that they construct themselves. And, uh, uh Josh, I don't know if you heard that, uh, interview or not, but they actually use magnets to hold the side mirrors on really so heavy powerful duty, magnets. Yeah, yeah. Really heavy duty magnets, yeah. which I thought was a very interesting idea. Another interesting idea is our wheeling where, uh, we always look forward to hearing about where you can go off road. Certainly. And there is a lot of events happening this weekend, guys. You know, we record this, uh, the show every Thursday, 10 PM central time. We broadcast it live on YouTube, youtube.com slash Jeep talk show. Uh, so as we are recording this, it is the following, this following, this coming weekend, uh, where all these events are happening. The Smoky Mountain Jeep Evasion in Pigeon Ford, Tennessee. That's going on. We got the Rock Vixen Off-Road Meet and Greet happening uh, in Hesperia, California at the Toys for Trucks Desert Barn Brewery Center. We also have Ocean City Jeep Week happening in Ocean City, Maryland. Just a ton of stuff all going on all across the nation all this weekend. Of course, coming up later on, we also have Nito Tire presenting the 2017 Sand Sports Super Show, September 15th through the 17th at the OC Fair and Event Center in Costa Mesa, California. For more information, head over to sandsportssupershow.com. Also have the big one, guys. It's here. It's coming. It's the Off-Road Expo, and it's happening in uh, September, 9, September 30th through October 1st, rather. Uh, Promoted California. For more information, head over to offroadexpo.com. And hey, if you guys know of an off-road coming uh, event coming up, well, let us know. Shoot us some details. Been to a Jeep event recently? Well, let us know what you thought and what you saw. Call our 24-7 voicemail line at 530-675-4102 and leave a message night or day. We'd love to hear from you. Hey, include us in your tweets, hashtag Jeep Talk Show, and see your tweet live on YouTube using JTS Live right down at the bottom of your screen. That's hashtag Jeep Talk Show and hashtag JTS Live. And we love hearing from our listeners. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Tumblr, Twitter, and Google+. Just go to your favorite social media and search for Jeep Talk Show. You'll find us. Hey, join us on the Jeep Talk Show forum. Pictures, stories, more detail on how to or ask questions of the host. That's Jeep Talk Show, or actually jeeptalkforum.com. Well, I was on a roll, too. Call us anytime and leave us a voicemail at 530-675-4102. And you can even hear it on the show. Don't forget, we have a free app for your phone or tablet. Just go to the App Store, Google Play, and search for Jeep Talk Show. Once installed, be sure to check the box, download latest three episodes, and you'll have hours of entertainment with or without internet access. The Jeep Talk Show is live every Thursday at 10 p.m. Central Time. Join us for a live show at youtube.com slash Show. Making a purchase online or at Amazon? Be sure and go to jeeptalkshow.com slash Amazon first. And hey, folks, don't forget to follow me on my Jeep journey every week at jeepmama.com, M-O-M-M-A. And if you need a voice for your product or business, I offer professional voiceover services over at thevoiceofjosh.com. Hey, that's one of the things that's on your GoFundMe thing, isn't it? A, a nice recording, a voice recording? Yes, indeed. Yeah, professional voiceover services, guys. I'm giving back to the community that's given up to me. Well, that's it for this week, guys. Until next week, be sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Tumblr. Friend us on Facebook. Circle us like vultures on Google+. And above all else, be sure to tell a friend about the one and only Jeep Talk Show. 
So no matter where you're wheeling, if you pack it in, make sure you pack it out. Let's leave our wheeling destinations and, and outdoor spots in as good, if not better condition than they were when we arrived. When we arrived. Remember to always tread lightly. Stay on designated trails and don't wheel where you're not supposed to. If you'd like to learn more about the tread lightly principles and how you can help keep our trails and public lands open for off-road use, head over to www.treadlightly.org. So, Tammy, how's the blog going? Are you up to 9 billion now? 9 billion uh, images uh, or, or uh, what do you call it? Uh, views? Views, yeah. I, they don't count them anymore, so I don't know. Oh, really? But yeah. You, yeah but I, yes. Well, I can't yes, figure nine. out how to. Yeah, it's 9.5, Tony. You, you, were, <laughs> you were making everybody feel bad, so that's why they stopped showing the right. numbers. <laughs> it's kind of freaky. Yep, yep. <laughs> Good night, Brian. Guessing since 2010.